Oh, it is. It's big signing day. I mean, this is this is really become the big one, the biggest signing day. Used to be in February. Here we go. I can hear him. I can hear him in the background. He's ready to go. He's like in the bullpen. Kevin Longquist. Kevin, tell all those folks to settle down around you. Kevin has been in the middle of breaking all this news and, and talking about the Baylor class. And, uh, oh, my gosh, he's getting news as we speak. Kevin, go ahead and take that on the air. You want to take that call? You can just take that call while you're talking to me. Kevin Longquist uh, from Rivals uh, is uh, all over this thing. And, uh, Kevin, the breaking news from just a moment ago out there at Louisville High School, uh, Armani Winfield, the uh, wide receiver, uh, decides to come to Baylor. And um, I, uh, I, I think, uh, Kevin, that has lifted everyone's spirits and has taken a, a really nice day and made it even better for the Baylor Bears. All right, Kevin, can you hear me? Oh, goodness, Aaron, we've got uh, Kevin. I'm just hearing, like, Kevin out riding around or something. Who knows? Um, <laughs> oh, there he is. Yeah, Kevin, did you hear all that stuff I just said? Uh, all of it was bad, right? <laughs> all of it was All of it was very – I just gave you a beautiful introduction. But bottom line is I, I want you to comment now. Uh, suddenly you weren't there, but now you're there. What um, Winfield, this signing from the the receiver out of Louisville, tell people about him and kind of what this uh, sort of late signing, because this one was a little bit out there twisting in the wind a bit. What does this yeah. mean to the Baylor recruiting class? Well, it turns a day that was going to be kind of like, oh, okay, pretty much what we expected because that's who they had coming in. You know, they got Devontae. Tizino, the uh, defensive end from Colleen Ellison yesterday. And, it, and it, Baylor's class was very solid as of yesterday. But by adding Winfield, you bring a difference maker to your passing game, a guy that brings separation, big playability, vertical, deep threat, that sort of thing. And that's really where Baylor's offense this year was missing that one component. And I think Winfield is the type of player that can do that. And I, I think this really changes the – perspective of how Baylor wants to play offense in the coming years with a guy like Winfield. Of course, he's got to do the work once he gets there and that sort of thing. But it's a huge win for the staff. Remember, he decommitted from Texas right around Thanksgiving, and he came in for an official visit this past weekend. I think Baylor felt good about it, and then there was so much wild talk about him going to Texas earlier in the day, coming back to Texas, and then there seemed to be some more talk about whether or not the Bears really had a chance to get back into this later in the day, you know, that sort of thing. And the fact that, uh, that Baylor winds up with this Rivals 250, we had him 191 on our uh, Rivals 250 board, is a great win. Probably one of the best uh, wide receiver wins that Baylor has had, in my judgment, since uh, Katie Cannon. My goodness, yeah. Uh, Katie Cannon, who uh, was right in the running, as I recall, for a Bolitnikoff Award. Um, can't remember if he won, won it or not. I think uh, Corey uh, Coleman won it in twenty. Corey Coleman did. Yeah, McKinney yeah. Cannon was up for it uh, uh, after that, right. but uh, tremendous wide receiver at Baylor. Um, I'm, I'm watching some highlights of him right now. Uh, obviously, thought of as a dynamic type athlete. Uh, is uh, what? Give me the kind of measurables on him, speed wise, size wise. Uh, what are we? What are we talking about? You said he's got a guy who could get separation. I. 
Uh, obviously, I think Taekwon certainly become that guy and, and has has made himself into a, a NFL type caliber wide receiver. Is is that what we're talking about with this young man? Yeah, when you have a guy like who's six two, about one eighty five, one ninety, that sort of thing, it gives you some length on the outside, which is I think what Baylor has really needed that big kind of type of receiver. And you know his speed is about four five, something like that. And the fact that he is just has great hands and knows how to fight for 50-50 balls. That's something that, you know, there, there is some Taekwon Thornton, uh, you know, elements with him in, in that regard. But I think in this respect, Baylor's wide receivers, Matt, I mean, while R.J. Snead and Taekwon were good, and, of course, you had a great tight end in Ben Sims, there, there just wasn't that guy that could really just be the big vertical threat that could really change the game on a single snap. And I think Armani does that for them. And it's, it's a guy that once, you know, the thing is, is, is the fact that when he said that the Baylor coaches were going to come and see him the Monday after the Big 12 championship game, that was pretty significant. And the fact that they made a lot of movement, I also think it speaks to the staff because I think some people might have been questioning about, can this staff really close on big players with the loss of Joey McGuire and James Blanchard? Well, they yeah. just showed that they could do that. And the fact that they closed on a guy of this caliber is a huge, huge lift for them. Yeah, I think that's right. Kevin Longquist, you can see his, uh, um, you can see it at Baylor Rivals, also at Sikkim Sports. As Baylor Rivals, he'll put some more of his uh, personal comments and opinions, and then he keeps it really newsy at Sikkim Sports. But he's <laughs> with the, uh, he's with Rivals. So, overall, does this thing come in around, uh, you know, number 25 in the country? Where do you think this uh, – Where do you, I know you got to wait till February to totally know, but give me a kind of a, what you think the landing spot's going to be for this class. I think they could probably be around 20, Matt. I mean, I think they're in a position okay. where, you know, they, they – you know, depending on what happens with a guy like Kamari Terrell, defensive back out of Colleen Shoemaker – who, who may wait until February to sign. I, I, you know, he's a guy that was on campus too a few uh, days ago for his uh, visit. And, you know, a big tall corner, a, a guy that you know, built somewhat similar like Kalen Barnes was. I, I think this has a, cl- this is a class while it's in the twenties. I, like I said, it could get to 20 by whatever happens here. Now that they've got 20 commits or signees to the class, I think it's a really big step for them. And, you know, obviously what they're lacking is maybe one or more defensive backs, maybe another defensive lineman. And, of course, they don't have their quarterback situation solved. I've always been of the opinion that you still need a quarterback in every class because that position is as transient as head coaches are. And, you know, maybe they go to the portal to find that, and maybe they don't. And and, and we'll just kind of see how that all kind of unfails. But, you know, this was a really solid class. Uh, for what they did. Again, it was pretty solid before Winfield announced for Baylor a few moments ago, but it's even better now that they got him because I think it just helps them from the standpoint from, if you will, from an image standpoint, because people will look at Baylor as always saying, you know, really solid recruiting over the years. They always get a ton of really good three-star players, and they'll always get maybe a four-star here and there. But getting a guy like Winfield, who can be a difference maker. And again, as I said a few moments ago, he's got to put in the work to show that he can be that kind of player is, is something special. I love his size. I mean, six, two is, is exactly what you need for a receiver who can, like I said, fight for 50, 50 balls, 
and make a big difference in terms of just, you know, going on that, that go route for maybe a 65, 75-yard route. All right. I, I, I saw the news uh, from the uh, young man from Colleen, uh, the defensive lineman, uh, uh, Devontae Tazino, come in um, yesterday, sort of. I think we were kind of hearing more about him. Is there anybody, uh, um, when you kind of uh, start to put this class to bed a little bit, and I know it's hard to project these things, but when we talk about impact, for instance, I love if you take a kid from DeSoto, I feel good about it. Okay, I don't, mm-hmm. I can't say that I've seen Devin Bobby play a ton, but he's a safety from DeSoto. I like that. I, I mean, there's certain yes. p- areas that you're like, I want players from that area. Um, when you think about the top, uh, maybe the most immediate impact players in this class, who would be the the two or three that come to mind? I think George Miley, the offensive lineman from South Jordan and uh, South Jordan, Utah, Bingham High School mm-hmm. up there, could be a candidate on that. He's just a monster guard. He had a great season this year for them. And to your point about Devin Bobby, I think Devin's a kid that he had such a phenomenal senior year that I, I think that makes a huge difference for him. Uh, you know, keep an eye on Reggie Bush. The uh, I call him Baylor's version of the Swiss Army knife because he kicked, he returned kicks. You know, he was running the football. He was catching passes. I think he's a guy that could absolutely make a difference, um, however Baylor would like to use him. Um, And he's going to be an early arrival, too. By the way, Baylor's going to have at least five early arrivals to this class. So that's going to be a a benefit to him. Miley's going to be one of those as well. Uh, And I think perhaps, you know, Jordan Neighbors, uh, you know, and I think that's a big thing. Let, let's not forget about him, yeah, uh, the wide yeah. receiver from Rockwall Heath, because he and Kyler Jordan, the defensive end slash linebacker from Lubbock Cooper, those were two guys that Baylor was kind of sweating over the last couple of weeks because of their relationships with Joey McGuire and James Blanchard. And the fact that, you know, it got really, really tight on neighbors. You know, dynamic play, you know, had over 1,000 yards receiving at Rockwall Heath. Really talented kid, but he's a guy that could probably go in the slot and be as you know be the complement to him, uh, uh, Winfield over the years. But you know he was on the verge of taking an official visit to Tech uh, this past week, and that got canceled. And the fact that you know you got him coming in, I think he can be a, a playmaker. There's going to be opportunities for these young wide receivers to make an impact because really, once you get past Tyquan and R.J. Sneed. It's pretty much up in the air. It's pretty much open season, if you will, for wide receivers to step up and do something. And these two new additions to this 2022 class can have their say as to whether or not they can get on the field and do something next fall. You said, did you say Kyler? So there's Jordan Neighbors and then there's Kyler Jordan. Is that right? right. And Kyler was yes. the other one that maybe there was some thought that McGuire might uh, – might be able to make a move. Now, McGuire, obviously, they had an exciting class, in, um, right. and, and I think for uh, he hit the ground running there, as we know. But uh, I think you're right. For the Bears to kind of hold on, and, um, I mean, you would expect a little bit of a bounce on the Big 12 title. Um, and, and, uh, and, and I love what you're saying about this young man, Winfield, yeah. Um, I, I, you know, I, I think that's, uh, I think what you're, you're making a good point there. You know what I'm choosing to think? I'm hoping that, uh, 
the old NIL money arrived right in time. <laughs> you know, the other thing, the other thing, Matt, just, just, just to get back to the point on Kyler Jordan, because yeah, yeah. You know, uh, Kyler had a, you know, had a phenomenal senior year at uh, Lubbock Cooper. They just lost in the semifinals to the South Oak Cliff. And, you know, he had a pretty good relationship to Joey McGuire. And I think there was obviously some concerns, you know, with Joey going to Lubbock at, out of tech. And of course, what, uh, his relationship was with Joey that could he be a flight risk, but the fact that he remained pretty solid and, and, and the fact I think Baylor felt good about him over the weekend, but he's a guy that I think you could look at him in the version of a Matt Jones, kind of a guy that could be a linebacker or, a, or, or, or could be a stand-up defensive end if you need him to, that sort of thing. And I think that's just a big, big win for them. And of course, what Dave Aranda's defense did this year and, and how it performed uh, game in and game out, is an example of why probably that uh, Kyler stuck with Baylor because of how that team performed uh, throughout the year, especially the way it performed in games, significant games against Texas and Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah, all those things. Uh, I, I, I tell you, this is uh, what a day. I mean, for yeah. for you, this is like Christmas Day. I mean, this is uh, <laughs> this is Christmas yeah. morning. All this stuff's happening, um, and um, we're going to have one of your contemporaries or uh, over from the, uh, uh, I say contemporary, one of your competitors to a certain extent over at uh, uh, 24-7 at 520, Mike Roach, who was at that Louisville announcement today. Uh, it, it's just uh, it's fun to watch all this kind of come together. And uh, I, I just wonder, uh, Kevin, do you, uh, uh, with, with losing Joey, and then losing Blanchard out there to Tech. And now the news, where did I see Pallage was headed to uh, today? Yeah, co okay, he's going to Oregon. Going to co yeah, co-defensive coordinator out there. And, wow. you know, and here's the other thing, too. I mean, and it's a great move for, for Matt. I mean, congratulations yeah, yeah. to him because it's a step up for him. And, you know, and when you look at the fact that what he did with the safeties with Baylor this year with Christian Morgan and JT Woods and, of course, Jalen Petrie, who was a Thorpe finalist, you know, that sort of thing, I think that really speaks to what Matthew did. And I think from that from that standpoint, if you're a defensive player, it doesn't really matter. I'm not going to say anything about the assistance, but if you're a defensive player, you can see how you're going to develop because I really credit what Matt did with those three guys. But I think from a big picture standpoint, if you're going to if you want to be a good defensive player, the foundation that Dave has set for Baylor's defenses uh, of how they play, because even they were pretty solid in last year's two and seven squad but that kind of gives you a a blueprint of what you can expect the way you're going to be coached and developed because again you know we can talk about what, what morgan and woods did but again i'll talk about the fact that the rise of jalen petrie because jalen really came on the last two years you know we saw the back-to-back -back pick sixes against iowa state and texas tech and then it just went to that next level this year and of course all the awards that he won yeah, yeah, that's all. You're all. That's all uh, correct. And I think uh, I, I look at some of these. Uh, I, I they lost those guys from the staff, and, and obviously the Palace thing just happened. But I, I kind of was, you know, I, I and I think maybe it's occurred to you too. Are they going to be able to truly have those closures on the staff? And and I think yeah. both you and I have felt better about this Armani Winfield because I think that was a good test. Uh, mm -hmm. you know, for the, for the staff and, uh, and, yeah. and they passed that one with flying colors. Yeah. Credit, you know, basically Brian Nance, uh, who basically took over for, uh, James Blanchard in that role. 
and the rest of the staff for bringing that home. And, of course, Chancey Stuckey, the wide receivers coach, for making that impact of what they can do. I'm sure selling the story of, look, this offense is really good. It's really solid. And if you work hard, you will get your touches, that sort of thing. And I think that's important for wide receivers to understand because I, I think maybe the concern that perhaps that wide receivers from afar may have had while they were considering Baylor as, well, they're a running football team. How many, how many times is it going to get thrown to me? That sort of thing. But there will be opportunities there because, you know, this offense that Jeff Grimes has developed, remember how explosive it was when Jeff was running the offense at BYU. And, of course, Zach Wilson became a number one or I should say first-round draft choice with the Jets, and there are plays to be made, but just give it time because this was the first year of this offense, and it has the opportunity to get better in the coming years, and that's where maybe bigger plays in the passing game yeah. uh, could see could see themselves developing. All right, Kevin, great stuff. I appreciate it, buddy. And, uh, um, by the way, Devontae Tazino wants us to pump up his Instagram. He's put that out there. He'd really like to see us juice his numbers. I'm not a big IG guy. Uh, I think I have an account just to kind of keep track of my daughter, uh, but uh, uh, which I don't do a very – I mean, she's great, so fortunately it's not a a huge issue. But uh, I think the one time I tried to check up on her, I messed the whole thing up and I didn't didn't do a very good job. Well, 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 uh, confession is good for the soul, Matt. I had to have my Crimson Tide, my junior at Alabama, track Armani this afternoon and his his announcement so so it just shows you that you and I are from that older generation but at least I'll just leave you with with this it's good to know people in in certain situations like that so yeah yeah your daughter's always having to like break news for you I I, she may (laughs) should just go into the profession I don't know (laughs) bail Um, the old man out exactly exactly although you still somehow look fairly young you've had the same look since you were about, I, I think I knew you when you were about 30, and you've looked exactly the same. All right, Kev, uh, I don't <laughs> know if that's, uh, so that's much, sort okay. of a compliment. All right, see you, buddy. Yeah. There he goes, right, Kevin Blanquist. Okay, Rivals.